Liz here with Bell Curve. Today, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Rachel Breyers and Mary Scott Hunter. Today, we have our first Ask Us Anything of the Year, which is usually a shorter episode where we answer one question posed by a listener or by our community. But today, we have a bonus answer for you because we have often been asked by y'all how you can support us. And we are thrilled to announce that in the new year, as we start the second season of Bell Curve, that you can support us monthly on Patreon. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash bellcurvepod, where you'll see the different levels starting at only $3 a month. We can give you shout outs, extra content, and even the opportunity to participate in the show. We have some, if we do say so ourselves, some clever names on there for, for the different tiers that you can <laughs> support us. And we're, we're really excited about this opportunity to provide even more value for y'all and to be able to thank you for, for giving back and supporting us in another way. So now that that question has an answer, let's skip to another one we get a lot. If there was one piece of life or work advice you could give to our audience, what would it be? Well, I think if I could give one piece of advice that I think applies relationally and professionally, I'd say something that we'd all likely agree with, but really few people actually do. And that is, don't be the person who says they'll do something, even a small, seemingly insignificant something and then doesn't follow through. I mean, how many times do we say things like, I'll send you that link, and then we never send it? Or I'll add you to the Facebook group or email list or whatever it is, and then we never do. Or, hey, next time I'm in town, let's go to lunch. And maybe we just said that to be nice or out of obligation, and we don't really plan to do that. Y'all, a few years ago, I was convicted that I had (laughs) fallen into the habit of creating these conversational do-outs for myself that I often didn't follow through on. And I think we all struggle with this because sometimes we speak before we think. We feel like every conversation has to have a task attached to it. We feel good making a promise as though making the promise we're fulfilling the promise, right? We say things out of guilt or obligation, or it just seems like the polite thing that people say in that moment. Or maybe we just want to come across proactive. But saying we'll do something and then not doing it, even if it's 100% understandable why we didn't follow through, and even if the other person doesn't even really care, doing that just creates a low-level negative impression about our character. And if you do it often enough, it becomes expected. People don't trust your word. Like there's someone who tells me all the time, I'll add you to this or that group, and and then just doesn't. Now, I may think to myself, well, she's very busy. It's understandable. I think we all generally give people grace. We're all doing our best. Most of us aren't sitting around thinking intentionally bad thoughts about anybody. But now when this person says she'll follow up in some way, I just generally expect that she won't, which is a low level, even subconscious thought that we just don't want people feeling about us. And I think we're all guilty of doing this. Some do out, some promise for follow up slips out. Then we either forget about it or we don't want to do it, we never did. So we just don't do it and hope they forget about it. So I have some suggestions real quick to help with this. I'd say make a resolution, firmly fix it in your mind that you're not gonna say you'll do anything that you don't follow up and do. Make a note immediately after making the promise so that you don't forget. And if you slip up and make a promise even casually, you didn't really mean to make or you don't want to do, Force yourself to do it to help cure you of making empty statements and promises. It'll really help you keep your lips zipped the next time an empty promise wants to leap out. I think when we start being people who always do what we say we'll do, it's really such a rare quality. 
it automatically sets us head and shoulders above other people personally and professionally. Yeah, Rachel, as you were talking about that, you heard me groan about halfway through because the worst part about that is what people think of you. And maybe there's, I can't believe that any of our listeners are the type of people that just don't care. If they're listening to this show, they care about stuff. They're engaged. They care about their future. They care about their families. They care about their communities, their reputation. So our listeners do care. I I know that. I just know that in my heart. But the groan came because I think of the times when I've done that. And what thoughts that could inspire in others. Now you're, you're right. A a lot of times when people say that, or, you know, if if I hear that from somebody, I immediately discount it because I know they're not going to want to go to lunch with me or get a drink Mm -hmm. with me, or I know that's really never going to happen. But what if they do expect that? What if somebody does really need a lunch with you or really need a friend or really just is craving a, uh, a night out with the girls and, 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 and that sets up some expectation. And then they don't get the call. <laughs> they don't get the, the email. They don't get the Facebook message that it's time to go do that. And, you know, that is a ding on you. And I am really glad to have you. I'm really glad that you brought that up because I, I don't want to be that kind of person. And I know I am sometimes. I know we all are sometimes. We all are. We all are. Oh, yeah. So mine is a little different. I was thinking about this and thinking about all the pieces of advice that you could give and all the different things that you could think about doing or not doing this time of year at the, you know, in the, in the month of January, we think about beginnings and resolutions. And we did our, our very first season two, episode one on resolutions. But if I can think of the one piece of actionable advice that I would give it's clean it up, clean it up. And I don't just mean a closet or a drawer or your car. I I mean, there's in all of our lives, there's some aspect of our life that needs cleaning up. It could be a relationship. It could be an addiction or a near addiction. It could be overspending consistently. It could be financial. It could be emotional. It could be spiritual. But there's in all of our lives, there's just messy components. And I am I am not a big fan of perfect. I'm not. <laughs> the Air Force core values are integrity, service, and excellence. And I always kind of struggle with the excellence one because in point of fact, B plus is often just all you need. I mean, it, it you, you don't, you're going to spend a lot of time making something into a perfect thing, whatever that thing is that you don't need to spend that you could spend better on other things. So I'm not a big fan of in every situation, perfect or excellence. Although there are certain situations where perfect or as near perfect as you can get it or excellence are called for. There are, you know, situations that that is called for, but I'm really talking about things that you can just do a little better. You know, it might be that in your life, those things aren't that big. They're maybe they are just a closet or cleaning out your car or a drawer, but it could be something a little more serious, like cleaning up a broken relationship or finally ending a relationship that is painful and that causes you pain. And maybe it means that you don't, you won't cut that person out of loving them, but you may have to cut down on the time that you spend with them. Or maybe you need to spend more time with a loved one, maybe that's aging or is in a certain life circumstance where they need you or they need more of you. So I just think there's things in our lives 
that we all need to clean up. And so my advice is to take stock, do a little survey of your, of your life and your activities and your health. And, you know, where, where are the aspects of your life that you, you just, you need a cleaning, you need a good cleanup and, and get on it. Don't, don't let things just sit. If there's something that needs to be cleaned up, clean it up. It doesn't have to be perfect, but even making things just a little better can make a world of difference in your life and in the lives of those around you. So get in there and clean it up. I love both of y'all so, so much. And I think mine follows a little bit after both of your pieces of advice, particularly yours, Rachel. Mine, you know, I've, I've struggled with this for a long time, but then back last year when we interviewed Javasia Harris-Bowser, in one of our earlier episodes, she mentioned a concept called eating the frog. And it comes from a saying of if you, well, all you have to do today is eat a frog, get it over in the morning. That way, that's, that's the bad part of your day is over. <laughs> um, I have a tendency to procrastinate sometimes because I know, oh, well, if this task is only going to take me 15 minutes, as long as I start doing it 20 minutes before the task is due, I'll be okay. Well, that there are lots of problems inherent in that. Number one, if you have two 15-minute items that in, you don't start on until 20 minutes before they're due and they're due <laughs> at the same time, well, there goes your afternoon and there goes your deadline. On the other side of that, even though I am somebody who has at times struggled with procrastination, I also cannot find peace if I know there are things standing over my head, you know, if they're just like that sword dangling by a string over my head. And, and if I don't get out from under it before the deadline, then my whole day is kaput. It's, there's something that is very, and this is why I love to do lists. There's something that is very gratifying about knowing what I have to get done checking it off at the beginning of the day. And particularly if it's that frog, it's that thing I don't want to do. And then moving throughout the day, knowing that that's off my plate. It's so fantastic, but it's something I don't know why still sometimes I struggle to eat that frog. So this is just as much for myself as it is for anybody else. Eat that frog first thing in the morning. If there's something you don't want to do, just eat the freaking frog, just do it. And I know we said one piece of advice, but my other one is get outside and walk every day move your body every day, get some exercise every day. My life has completely changed in the last two years since I started doing that. And sometimes the frog is exercising. Sometimes the thing I don't want to do is getting, going to the gym and getting sweaty, but knocking that off my to-do list every day has legitimately changed my life. And that is something I cannot say highly enough of, speak highly enough of is exercising, moving your body, doing it every day. Anything else y'all want to add before we wrap up this month's AUA? Ooh, just that I've, the thing that leapt to my mind on Mary Scott's that I thought was just kind of a funny thing, I must be feeling guilty of it, is that I need to clean up the way I text because I just like fire off texts and then send them before checking to see if they're spelled right or if words have, you know, autocorrected that turn out really funny. And I, I, oh, we think uh, we think so much less of you, Rachel. Oh, I know. Send us a typo. But you know, you, if you do, if that's just sort of your way, uh, you're going to at some point text something you really don't want to to the wrong person or something. So I need to clean, <laughs> I clean, need to clean up my texting habit to read over what I'm about to send out. That's awesome. Yes. Clean it up. And I hope that for our listeners out there, that doesn't imply that, you know, that I'm a clean freak. It just means everybody's got a little something to clean up. And Rachel, 
I love yours. And one of my favorite, favorite, favorite verses in the Bible is let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm. You know, don't make promises. Just if if it's if the answer is yes, say yes. If the answer is no, say no. And, then, and be done with it. And be the kind of person that does that. It's a much better way to be. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in this week as we answered a uh, community question. And please, if you have an, a moment, go check us out on patreon.com slash bellcurvepod and, and see if there are some perks on there that you're interested in investing in to get a little bit more value from us here at Bell Curve. We are so thankful for all the ways you support us, whether that is on Patreon or listening to us every month or sharing us on your social media where you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bell Curve Pod. Y'all have a great week. 